this Monday night. We're sending you back to the podcast. Oh, hey. Hi, right, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Josh Zagato. This is my sister, Glenda Zagato. We got Beetlejuice 2, uh, Quentin Tarantino, the first uh, Cyborg Cobra Kai, as we talked about okay. this before. It's a little confusing. So, Cobra Kai producers John Horowitz and Hayden Schlossberg were asked how they felt after Netflix told them season six would uh, be their last season. They answered with uh, Netflix didn't tell us it was the last season. We told them it was. We told them it was the last season. We always wanted to end it, Cobra Kai, on our own terms, and we're grateful we have the opportunity to do so. So uh, apparently, they 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 originally planned for minimum six seasons with a possible oh, okay. possibility of more if they needed it. They have two shows uh, they're working on right now. One called Obliterated on Netflix, and a Ferris Bueller TV show. And then the whole Karate Kid movie. Uh, oh, so they are working on the movie? No. Sony's working oh. on the movie. That's what's still oh. unclear. But they said uh, it won't be the end of the Miyagi-verse universe. Miyagi-verse. Ooh. Whatever the fuck that means. Miyagi-verse. So, wow. So they're claiming this is what they always plan. I don't know. They said minimum uh, six seasons. Yeah, and now it's officially six seasons. So I don't know. It still seems Sony has a hand in it, but at least they they always prepare for this May seasons. But it's, it still feels if that season feels rushed, I'm gonna be annoyed. You feel, but okay. Well, I hope not. Was the last season? It didn't feel rushed. No, I'm just saying the okay. next one. Yeah, feels rushed. I'm gonna feel annoyed because sometimes it happens. You know, you get the last season, even like Breaking Bad. That the last season was planned and it felt rushed. Yeah, well, you think so? I don't know if it yeah. felt rushed. Yeah, because like they actually split the season in half. Yeah, which was annoying too. It's like just finish down. I hate when they do that. Attack and Titan. The one that, that rushed it was Game of Thrones. That was a rushed ending. That was that was way more rushed because that show was yeah. notorious. <laughs> Uh, for being slow paced, and then all of a sudden, like you could tell they wanted to do other stuff. Like, yeah, travel was quick all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the reason well, I say Breaking Bad was rushed is because you know the whole the whole thing that started at the ending of the show was Hank finding the book in the toilet. It was like that was so lazy. That was lazy writing. That's the best they could come with. His Eureka moment was finding oh, the book I in the it was toilet. Clever. It's no, it was, it was lazy. It's yeah, lazy as hell. It's like stupid. Not lazy. It's, it's like it's time in the like show. It. So. He's just gonna have this book in his toilet that Hank's gonna read. Like, okay. And so, what? What would you? Why is that bad? It. I think it's that lazy. those coincidences in life are are great. That's not that. Not the lazy. show. I think is, when it's forced. The show's so renowned for its clever writing that wasn't clever. It was just like okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> and they uh, split it in half. Did you watch? Yeah, um, I hate that shit. Uh, Better Call Sal. Yeah, I didn't. Finish. I don't think I finished the last season. Oh, that was really good. I think that was a very complete. I would say I wanted more, but it was very complete. It's a good show, but just kind of like feels pointless at times. Mm, <laughs> it 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 touches to the present day, so it goes through kind of what he goes through with Breaking Bad. And it, and then it kind of does like a time jump, and then you're back. You're like where he, you know how they they show little clips of where he's at in the beginning of each season. So then the final, maybe two episodes is like 
just takes place there, like present day, where he ends up. It's pretty good. That's cool. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. He's okay. finally officially finished his tenth uh, script. It's going to okay. be called uh, Movie Critic. It's going to be set in the late seventies and features a female lead. And I'm kind of worried about the seventies thing. I didn't like the last seventies so. again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's going to be about a movie critic, so it's going to be about Hollywood again. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. This is, is going to be the last one, though. Sequel to Kill Bill. This is it. Oh, that would have been great. Kill Bill 3. Yeah, that's what they should do. The, the, yeah. the daughter come for revenge against Uma Thurman. That would be dope. Hell yeah. And, 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 nice. and who's Uma's daughter? She's in Stranger Things. She can act as she actually looks like her daughter. Oh, so. fuck yeah. That would be, be cool. Dope. But we're getting a movie, not... movie credit. Go ahead. Have they not? Has anyone ever talked to him? I'm sure they have, but do you know of any interviews where they've asked him about a Kill Bill 3 and like what his response is? They're both always like it's possible. He I, says I, it's possible. Before this came well, out. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, but do you think does he consider because Kill Bill or Kill Bill is Valiums, right? Does he consider that one? I thought you told me he considers it one movie, just cut into two parts. Uh, so then he might still be doing a three. Why not? It's oh, one. It's like book. one story, like the yeah. He does <laughs> right, the he does he, cop outs. Yeah, he does the. <laughs> Because he considers, he does cop-outs and he considers films like books. That's why he writes them in chapters. So maybe the book, it didn't feel complete, but like there could be more. I mean, you have a scene where a guy, uh, uh, where she tells a daughter you can't, I forget the line exactly. If she but basically to says, oh, the other daughter. Yeah. yeah, if you wanted to. Yeah, the other daughter. I feel like yeah, be that's too. inviting cool. another story. And when you're writing, you when you write something a line like that you call it back so there's an opportunity yeah i know uh i think they're in good terms now but he wasn't at good terms with uma for a while either because yeah she got injured on the set and whatnot it's kind of being a dick <laughs> but i think they made up i hope so i think he's changed from what i heard from because he never wanted to get married he's married he's a father now so i hear that he's different so i mean i think also the rumor was is that he i don't know if he still is but he was like a very intense director you know and like i guess that's the issue with uma is that it's one of those things where it's like anything for the price of art you know so how does a movie about a movie a movie about a movie critic sound <laughs> Good question. I guess I didn't want to address that. That sounds kind of not interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, it's, but, it's, it's another movie about Hollywood in the seventies, basically. But it's a movie critic. Uh, but I mean, that doesn't give me the plot. I don't know. I guess it depends. Yeah. I don't know. It depends. I'm, I, I'm curious because at first thought I'd be like, okay, it's going to make fun of movie critics, but probably not since it's a female lead and likes female badasses. I don't think it's going to be yeah. that. Uh, I don't think it's yeah. going to be that. Um, but I just, I guess I don't know the plot, so I don't know. I'll watch it, I'm sure. I'll yeah, I'm curious about the plot, it, too. You know? I mean, yeah, of course, yeah. people watch this 10th film. I just... Yeah. It's, but, uh, I mean, I remember when he made um, The Hateful Eight and how that was just this big thing and, like, a private script, and I'll never release it, and then he did release it, you know, and I'm not sure it's one of my favorites, but, you know what I mean? So, I don't know. Hateful Eight is one of his best films. 
Though it has, really? plot, it has plot holes at the yeah, it's really well made. Uh, except for the this. Maybe I gotta watch that. it again. I actually went to like a private reading with him um, when he wasn't gonna make. Oh wait, wait, wait! You talk about the the hateful eight. Yeah, uh, I was thinking. Of, I don't know why he... I was thinking of the glorious bastards. Oh, is good. Yeah, never mind. Uh, is amazing. That's yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, I don't know why I was thinking you said the glorious bastards. Like, wait a minute. I know. Uh, I was actually surprised. I was like, oh wow, you no, like Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight's good, but it's like a, it's like a play. It's like watching a play. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I don't. I just don't know if the way he hyped it up or the way it was hyped. Maybe I don't. Maybe he didn't hype it up. It seemed like it was going to be like the best film he had ever made. You know? No, it's I a think, character study. I know that his favorite is Once Upon a Time. Um, in Hollywood, I actually can see why that's his favorite. Yeah, obviously we all like. I think I like his films for different reasons, and I think Pulp Fiction really and Inglorious Bastards are up there together. Probably, I don't know. And then Reservoir Dogs is so good. Um, I can see why he loves it, though. I think, I, and I see why people don't like it. You know, but it, there, it was good. There are a lot of good moments. You know, I think it's hard to do what he does, and he uses. Oh my gosh, and Django was good. I guess I like. <laughs> Django is, is so good. Uh, yeah. But since we're speaking about uh, over the top directors who've changed, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Tim Burton. Is that what you said? Uh, over the top directors that have changed for the better. So we saw, oh, okay. we saw, you know, the Tim Burton and Jenna Ortega, how good, how good they got along. We remember we mentioned Beetle yeah. Juice and how they're not, uh, that movie's been in production for whatever for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, finally, Jenna Tegas no, reported. It's not. It's not in production. It's just not a production. Rumor. No, it's yeah. No, <laughs> this will say it was. It was never going anywhere until now, because she's reportedly no. in negotiations for a role in Tim Burton's Beetlejuice two, according to the Hollywood Reporter. Sources claim Otegas will be sought to star as the daughter of a known writer, Lydia from the nineteen eighty eight original. It's also oh, claimed the production yeah. is planned to begin in May or June this year, with Tim Burton expected to helm and Michael Keaton set to return. So I think that that's a little spark uh, he needed, and obviously when you, Michael Keaton's has had a comeback, but Jenna Ortega's fire right now. So they love working together. You get those two together, you can greenlight a movie finally, get something going. Uh, he's like she's yeah. like amused. She's like amused to him. So I'm amused, stupid. Yeah, makes me uh, less wary for a sequel because he's inspired by her to see a, another Beetlejuice yeah. movie. It should be should yeah. be good for Lydia's daughter. Oh hell yeah, that sounds amazing. They need to throw out the whole Hawaii yeah. script that they had originally for the sequel. I don't know what that was about, oh, no. but I don't give a shit about that. No. <laughs> no, let's make it darker and cool. Uh, yeah, I mean it's gonna be hard. Uh, I have a feeling maybe it's just gonna be like one of those rehashes, though. That's the thing I worry about. Like Star the Star the new Star Wars. It's basically the same movie from the original Star Wars. It's like you just reuse the same story. I don't know. Be the daughter, think... Beetle just comes, tries to, to marry her, blah, blah. It's the same fucking story. <laughs> oh, maybe that. Maybe that. I don't know. I don't know. I hope that they don't le- lean into the obvious. Um, I feel like Lydia and Jenna Ortega's character as her daughter. Um. I feel like it would be better if they, I don't know. I have an, I, I'm envisioning it in a certain way in my head, but um, like it'd be interesting if they got along and it's more about um, their relationship, but in a different way than the way her, she was with her mom, you know? Maybe Lydia tries too hard because there's no, that she didn't have a connection with her mom, you know? 
oh my gosh, and how cool would it be if they brought Catherine uh, O'Hara back? O'Hara back. Yeah, she, yeah, she's still acting. That'd be great. She's still acting. She's amazing. She just got off a big time show. Uh, what was the Shit's Creek? So. Shit's Creek. Yeah. Actually, yeah. She's but she's so all, She would be cool too because she changed at the end of the movie. So one of mm-hmm. the best things about that movie is the the characters. Everybody is so unique and interesting. Exactly. So yeah. they would have to introduce new characters that are like that. Because obviously Lydia, you would assume should be cool. Vidar, like you said, and Catherine Herod would be cool because she changed. So you have to introduce conflict and new characters besides Beetlejuice. So it would yeah. be interesting. I just hope it's subtle conflict or conflict that's done and written well because sometimes when they try too hard the whole like i don't like my mom and like it just feels too yeah. obvious yeah i don't think they're cool. yeah. but, but they could yeah i don't know I, I, they could i'm hoping it's more that they actually I mean, really get along and maybe yeah. something happens you know that's the thing but, he did in uh wednesday and it wasn't that was the one of the few things about wednesday that wasn't good the conflict exactly, between her and her yeah. mom yes, <laughs> was exactly. not good yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Cameron, exactly. she was a part of that, so I don't know. Maybe it'll be better in Beetlejuice, but yeah, I don't want. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I Wednesday was good, and he's clearly they they like each other. Uh, he's she's definitely amused to him, so I'm excited for once about Beetlejuice too. Talks. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Reggie, yeah. tell us your thoughts of the, of the Last of Us now that it's over. You've seen it all. Oh man. Ah. Uh... I mean, it, so I only got like, you know, five minutes into the game. So I really didn't know where it was going. I thought it would be more monster driven, I guess. You know, I don't, I didn't know what to expect or maybe like Walking Dead where they're in one community a whole season. I honestly didn't know, you know, and I only know what I've seen before. So seeing that it really was these vignettes of stories of people they meet along the way was. I think that's hard to do because that means every single time you introduce a new town and new people, you've got to cast people that are really good. And every single time it was powerful, like introducing new people is not an easy thing to do, you know? And the fact that when they went and met the, the brother and his, um, or the, 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 the guy that was taking care of his deaf brother, um, and that was powerful and they were, you know, and that whole scene was powerful and I cried and then you go into another community and then you're moved by him being with his brother and then you go to another and it's just like, I think it's very Game of Thrones in that way when you were saying how um, they showed travel in the last two seasons like instantly, but they showed here that travel is not easy and you come across all these things and meet different people Um and just they they built that relationship between um, Pedro's character Joe and um, is it L L Ellie Ellie. Um, it seems so we're organic. Like what we were just saying, not the typical "I hate my dad" stuff. It was like sometimes they get along and sometimes they didn't because in real life it goes up and down. And sometimes he would make her life. Like, she would make him laugh you know, with her little jokes. And sometimes he was a complete asshole. And somehow through that, it was believable that they needed and loved each other, you know? Um, So in the end, when he makes that choice (laughs) (laughs) and you know, she knows he's lying because he suddenly starts talking about his daughter, which he never did. And I think that was a sign of like, 
he's accepting that she is his daughter now, you know, and she knew it was different. And, uh, you know, she's not, she's not a dumb kid. She's smart. And she, why is she in a gown? Why is everybody else dead and not her? And why, you know, it just, I'm sure things didn't add up for her, you know? Um, and as far as the choice he made, it's kind of like, and I hear this happens in the game too, right? The same choice and he mm -hmm. lies and it kind of ends like that. Yeah. Oh, it's like the, the, it's such a great um, moral question to ask as far as like, what would you do? Obviously as a parent, I would have fucking done the same thing. And he, <laughs> you, you just like, your brain goes somewhere else. Like, how can you just be logical at that moment? You've already, he's already lost his daughter. He, I would not want to go through that twice, you know, and who knows, maybe, I don't know, maybe I would make the right choice and save everybody. I think the big thing for me though, is that she didn't know. I would say at least tell her. And yeah, I know that her response would have been like, save the people. Oh God, it was all so deep. Like, yeah, she's right. Why have this cure and then kill her, her first, probably first kiss girlfriend or whatever, her best friend at least. And all the things she went through would be for nothing if they didn't at least use her to, to keep, try to cure the situation. Um, oh, it's just so hard. It's so hard. So the slight differences uh, for the ending in the game to the show. In the game, uh, when you're playing it, uh, in the show, they have this very specific way that they're going to extract the cure, right? They, he goes into detail how they're going to get it. In the game, there's there's no that's not in there they just say they're gonna figure oh. out a figure out a cure by the sect and they're like that's not how cures work you need your test object right. alive and do multiple tests mm -hmm. to find a cure so so yeah, it wasn't was a, it wasn't as hard of a choice in the game and the, the other difference is in the game you actually don't have to shoot the doctor you can just save her from the doctors most people chose to shoot the doctors <laughs> so that's actually okay, something really? you, you do what I did you choose? Oh, I, I shot yeah. his ass. But you don't have to in the game. So that's that's something that they put on the player. Um, in the game, does she know? So let me get to that. that. So does she... Okay. But in the show, uh, at least it made it a harder choice because he specifically said how we're going to get a cure makes it a harder choice. Um, yes, so it's the and he's pretty much exactly the same. You can tell she kind of knows he's lying, but doesn't want to believe it and you know she wants ignorance is bliss so she kind of accepts mm -hmm. it but deep down she knows but she doesn't know but does know you know those kind of things uh -huh. so yeah it's pretty much the same ending on that front with uh with the girl at the end the firefly and yeah it's so, interesting because so. i would have chosen like would you have been smarter about it like the way he and maybe it was a smart choice because he is um, a physical person but when they said we have her in the operating room, I would have played it cool. Like, okay, can I go see or something? He like immediately starts fighting and he got lucky that they said, take him outside to get, to get killed, you know? And then that, that helped him. So get yeah. Him, so you know? that's the, that's the issue I had with this season. So you said it felt slower in travel. I felt it felt rushed because. Oh, that, interesting. Because that interesting. scene felt rushed. And then the whole story felt rushed because. It didn't feel like they traveled long because in the game, there's a lot. Of, they could have had so many spooky and creepy encounters with uh, uh -huh. 
the clickers there's so many scenes in that game where you have to travel to buildings and do this and that and it's scary and freaky which could have been in the show and they really only had the clickers in that one last episode where the yeah. big one came out and that was it it was like wow boring yeah. like they're just cutting straight to the beats like but they could have they could expand it a bit more with this clicker there's really cool scary stuff with those clickers that they could have had and then there's there's crazy stuff with people just people who are evil out there because you know they're like raiders and stuff like that that they could have been part of the show maybe it's not really adding to the story but it, it shows how hard it is to travel to get across yeah. state and i didn't feel like it really was as hard well, that's as they're saying because they they skipped all that they kind of just jumped to the main story beats and kind of skipped how haunting it is to get to those <laughs> to get to another bad part so i didn't yeah. like that and just like you said at the ending because I thought the show started strong, but then it kind of got weak for me because of that. And then at the end, yeah, that's kind of a rush where he doesn't play it smart. And I didn't like I didn't like how they put the montage of music. So it kind of it, it kind of killed the how hard it was for him to even get to her because you're fighting these fireflies, one person oh, versus this guy's cool. heavily armed. But I felt yeah. it didn't feel that as intense as it does in the game because they just put a montage over it with sappy music and he's just taking everybody out. It didn't even make him look like John Wick. I just didn't like the choice of music and the way they did with the montage. Like it oh, should have like been, that. they should have cut the music off and show how hard he tried to get to her and not like a badass, but like a human, like like Die Hard or something where you're getting beat up, but you make it there to save her. And I thought they robbed it from that with the, just the, the he was just so quick. He just took down the whole fireflies in that building so quick with a, a cheesy song montage. Like I hated that. Like no, mm. <laughs> it was intense in the game. Like it should have been intense for me anyway. I didn't like that at all. I guess for me, I felt like I, I, and I may be wrong. I felt like maybe they had to make that choice because it was a little bit like um, Dexter's last season, where you see the cutting and you see the blood. You saw the you saw the new Dexter, right? Yeah, Dexter New Blood. Mm-hmm. I felt like if we had seen all that, it would have been way too. It just made it would have made him look too villainy, you know. And I think, and, and maybe losing, <laughs> not if he's losing, if they show how hard it was. It's one guy versus like an army of fireflies, and he just, he just, you know, he's just John Wick taking out everybody. But the music, I, I didn't like the music choice for it. Like it just didn't feel oh, the intensity man. of how hard it was I, to get to her. I loved it. it. It made me emotional. I felt the weight of what he was going through. Um, you know, I didn't play the game, so I guess maybe there's something that some weight or to it that it would have had if they had done that. I just I guess I saw it as like maybe they tried that and it was too real. It made him look too dark, you know. And you don't want it. the thing is you don't want to. I think you would root for him more if it's like you, you see him like glass shattering on him and all this stuff (laughs) oh you're saying if he was losing a little along the way sure yeah but then but then do you think people might argue that oh that's unbelievable how did he get up and no it's more believable the way they did it that he's just john wicking everybody (laughs) what do you mean you're saying they did a john wick cut of it well john wick would have better music to it but yeah i mean but with sappy yeah but i mean they can't add that this is not a fun moment you know yeah, but John Wick is, is a. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> well, well the, he I, was I, he was killing uh, everybody like he's John Wick though. <laughs> but it wasn't even yeah, presented in a cool John way. John Wick is is intentionally. He's not playing a dad. You can hate him. You well, can, even John Wick take, hit, takes hits though. Like this dude wasn't taking any hits. It's just like it was so easy. It's yeah, I, I just don't out. think. 
the I think the you know the genres are different, so their tone has to be different. They can kill the same way, but tonally they have to be different, you know. But you're right, maybe maybe he needed to lose a little bit more and see the like the pain of like and how much he fought to get that through that. I, I you know I don't know. I do believe in seeing uh, different versions of things. So like, yeah, maybe that would have worked better. It worked for me, but I didn't see like um, how hard it was in the, in the game and how real and painful that is. Um, as far as like the speed, do you think, you know, I, I guess, cause I didn't know the other stuff. I felt it was slower, but do you think that now that they get us another, cause I feel like first seasons they only give them so much. It's kind of like a test to see if they do well. And now that they see it's doing really well, that they'll fully invest in the second season to get those moments and take their time a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. I didn't play the second game, so I'm assuming okay. they're, well, they're talking. <laughs> now they're talking about how they can get multiple seasons and whatnot, but it's like, well, they only have one story left now because they rushed through it. So they could have, I mean, now what are you gonna do? Because he's I don't I think he wants the games to be ahead in the show. So is it gonna be three year hiatus or what's gonna go what's gonna happen? She needs to be a little bit older in the in the games so in the shows. So what part is longer in the game? Which uh town? It's not so much um it's not so much that it's just like the journey, it feels like a long journey because the obstacles they put in front of you. It is just yeah. it's this opportunity for the show to to see those clickers and to be intimidated yeah. by them and they have to go through dark because these buildings have no power and they're there you got yeah you got the regular ones you got the you wanted the horror, they made a big a deal bit. about the clickers uh you know that they said they share the same membrane so one here can they only did it once though when they you know you, you yeah. one here at, at the you know yeah i, I wonder know. if it was a money thing maybe like, it was a money thing it was the first thing, season one, it could be. I mean, one of the things I didn't. Yeah, I mean, eh, it was, I'm sure the show is expensive. Like the whole build thing. Like I know everybody. A lot of people love that flashback story, which is fine. But since they chose for him to die at the end of that flashback, instead of so instead of expanding, they they kind of, they expanded the backstory. But in the game, her and Bill have great chemistry and like the, it's very funny interactions and you know it's very interesting. All that's gone now because they decided to do a flashback, so they don't have that interaction anymore. So that kind of sucked for the fans. That's interesting because they could have still told that backstory, but just have him survive, and then yeah. you know, uh, then off himself, and then you have an extra episode right there, and you get to see that yeah. fun banter that they had and how he's yeah. doing now. But they didn't do that, so I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe hopefully it was a money thing, you know. I mean, yeah. it hit the right chords for someone who didn't uh, play the game. But, I mean, like you said, you can't always adapt everything completely. And I would say they did a good job of introducing characters in one episode and then killing them at the end of the episode. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah. that's why I feel like it's also rushed at the same time because they did it better than other shows. Like, to, to introduce a character in one episode and have it's it resolve, it, they yeah. did it really well. It's hard. Like, the preacher That's what I was saying. Yeah, I was like, that is hard to do. They did it do. really well. But that being yeah. said, like, that's one of the things that bothered me. So, you know, with the preacher, right? He's, uh, she saves herself. It's very traumatic. And he comes in the last minute and hugs her. Okay, that was great. But you can't just walk out of that town with no consequences. The, the, the church was on fire. Nobody came to expect the fire. Like, what? that made no yeah. sense to me. In the game, yeah. you, can't, you can't get away that easy. I'm sorry. But in the show, yeah. it, everybody just ignores that fire. They're like, 
hello, your church is on fire. You don't see just two strangers there. Like that didn't yeah. make sense. I think to it's me. a hard situation because you don't want to. Yeah, they don't. I don't think for what you're saying, then it does sound like they needed more episodes to flesh things out in that way. Um, I could have used one so more episode he, with the preacher. I mean, he was great. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. So what I'm saying is you're you're right. That it probably needed more episodes. They probably just didn't have it, and so they they focused on the weighty emotional stuff and developing Ellie. Probably their priority was developing Ellie and uh, Joe's relationship and making sure that was believable and that they won't go through is believable. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Had they had more time and money, and I don't know if they did, then yeah, let's cut it off. Let's end the episode where she hugs him because you need to make that complete. You don't want to tire the audience, you know, um, then have another episode where they're, they are getting through, like you said, through the fire and people and the people of the town. Um, yeah, they probably, I think to make that those steps, like you said, believable. Yeah, I guess they needed more. I guess they focused more on, I'm assuming they focused more on, um, on the important stuff because they probably didn't have, I mean, I think initially they didn't even know if they would get another season, right? I don't know because the creator did Chernobyl, so he has high weight in HBO. And it's a big yeah. franchise, but I don't know. I'm sure that I'm, but you know, that I'm sure the show was super expensive, so they probably did have to cut budget. Yeah. Um, fun fact so the preacher's oh, right hand man, the preacher's huh? right hand, right hand man, the preacher's right hand man, he was, oh, yeah. uh, he was Joe, Joe right? Yeah, he was yeah. Joe. And then Ashley Johnson, Ellie's mom, was the original Ellie. Yes. So yes. all I could hear nice. was Ellie's voice when she was on the Bill's Great to see her. She's, she's obviously she's been in movies, but yeah, it was cool yeah. to see her as the mom. She plays Mel Gibson's daughter in What Women Want. Yeah. I, I used to be one of my favorite movies. <laughs> yeah, she was good in that. And then the funny thing is, she was in the first Avengers movie. I don't really remember this, but the oh, camera, no. the camera sits on her for a good chunk. And I think they originally had more planned for her. And there are so many theories. Why did they focus on Ashley Johnson and Captain America for so mm. long? And everybody had this theory she was gonna be this, she'll be that, it's gonna be his daughter, blah blah blah, and nothing ever came from it. <laughs> but they were definitely wow. playing, I think there was some behind the scenes, so they were definitely playing something for her and it just didn't fall through. Yeah, it just didn't if you watch it again, well. she's like the lady in the, the window, just and it, it just holds on there just enough to say this might mean something, but then this it never something. It and never then it meant anything. <laughs> <laughs> then it, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens next season. But talking about Marvel, and I know you got topics, but are you getting Marvel fatigue? Do you think that's real? People are saying that. Yes and no. I mean, um, the quality hasn't been there, but Feige has already admitted to that, so he's cutting down uh, spinoffs and whatnot, which is what which part did he admit to? That the 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 shows have been coming out and the movies like uh, it hasn't been it hasn't been complete quality. Especially, I think he's referring more to the shows, but the movies haven't been top-notch either. I'm not fatigued, but they haven't been on top of their game either, like the first 10 years. So, yeah. like, I don't think Ant-Man was that great. I don't think their TV shows, like he admitted to, are that great, other than uh, Loki. Yeah. yeah, Loki's amazing. And they better keep that shit amazing. Yeah, don't rush so, it. I, I think they're going to refocus. And uh, obviously, I, I mean, COVID kind of, they had a plan and COVID put a wrench to it. But I think that's yeah, still, I think that, yeah, I think it's still cop out. Like, Yeah, they, because COVID actually made shows better because it's, they it's, had more time. It's, yeah, it's, it's a known fact that they're, they're, 
they're filming with unfinished scripts and just trying to figure yeah. out, okay, let's do it this way, let's do it this way. It's, it's sloppy. Right. But it yeah, they're it doing what Star Wars was doing, you yeah. know, Which rushing Star, Star Wars also announced the same thing. I had a, I didn't put them on here, but they they're they cancel a lot of stuff. They cancel a lot of stuff that they have creators. They're they're scaling back as well. What? Uh, what are they canceling? They're reevaluating what they want to do and to keep it a higher quality. Are you watching uh, Mandalorian? Yeah, that shit's been top notch. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say that shit's fucking awesome. Well, if you want to talk about that, I have a I have a prop I want to use. Can you hear me? Yeah, Mocha Tan. You actually look you look more like the the other girl though. The one that forges one? the the one that forges the medals, the leader. Oh yeah. <laughs> there. This season has been amazing. Amazing. It's, it's, it's been really good. Uh, I was watching yesterday the last episode, and man, the the sound quality like it's like watching a damn movie. Yes. And, like, the, the thank visuals. You. But yeah. then I was then right. I was just but then I was disappointed because they they focused on the, that long story about the scientists and that chick's revenge. It was good, yeah. but it's like it went on with it went on a little long, and it was like just after we got that great action scene, I was like, God damn it! <laughs> yeah, but it I, it was like we said about The Last of Us mm-hmm. when you introduce new characters and a whole little vignette, and you make it good. I was like, fuck, just they're a little good. too long out, outside of the story. I wish they, I wish you know, they told that story, but had a little of the Mandalorian in between, you know, instead of waiting. Yeah, but, uh, I, did lo- you re- I loved did- it. Did you recognize the chick that that uh, tricked up? Yeah, apparently she was in the other episode of, and working for Gideon, right? Moth Gideon. Oh Moth no, Gideon. I I assume she was, but no, she was an Ant Man. She was she was that she tough was? girl. She was a tough girl. That that buff tough girl that they meet in the quantum realm. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> oh dang, she was good. She's yeah, she's she, good. Yeah, she's. Uh, did you watch Agent of Shield? No, was she in that? She was. She was. She was a background character, but one of the few background characters that actually survives. She's not one of those beloved characters that are not really in the part of the main cast, but they interact with the yeah. main cast. She's just. Yeah. She's like. She's like uh, Wedge from Star Wars. She's like she survives all this bullshit that they go through through the original series. And I was like, oh, she's pretty cool. She was in the, the zombie Z Nation too. So she's she's, she's always been she's always been this badass background character. Yeah, but Whoa. now she's, she's finally coming up with the uh, Ant Man yeah. and this, so I'm very happy for it. I was like, I was like, how did they find this girl? She came out of nowhere. Around. She's so she's, good, but she's, she's been around buff in real life. <laughs> she's Dang. getting buff as hell too. <laughs> and the thing is, look at that moral question there too. Like, is what she did right? You know, in a sense, it, it felt wrong, but then it was like, initially, it felt wrong, but then when I thought about it, it was like, well, he's about to. He's trying to clone, create cloning uh, capabilities. Well, first of all, she's the one that egged them on to do it, so I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. Yeah, that part was wrong to like do to get him to trick him into doing that, you know. And I think she feels righteous, right? But my point is that what he's doing only like he was torturing Grogu. He was um, in, instrumental in possibly bringing back Palpatine. Isn't he? She for first of all, I don't know what her tear motives is, but it was definitely some sort of revenge. It has, it has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I don't know if it's revenge as much. No, oh, it could it was... be. It could be. But I mean, I'm just saying, like, what if they turned turned her so much, and now she's righteously fighting for this team in the same, using the same methods that she used for the Empire? 
You know what I mean? I, I don't think so. Well, I found it interesting. We don't know what she's thinking. The thing is, she hasn't said anything. Uh, yeah. She was looking like a bitch the whole time. <laughs> she said, I'm a, first of all, the cloning that he wants to do is to like recreate organs and stuff like that to save people. He's not trying to fucking do the stuff that the Empire made him do. He, he's, right, didn't, he say, he, didn't he help the Mandalorian escape with Grogu? You're saying he tortured Grogu, but he didn't even... He did really, torture Grogu, but he, he yeah, felt but bad he, about it, yes. Exactly. He also helped him, so I was like, come on. Yeah, it's, I it's, mean, maybe it's you're like, right. Um, I guess I was... It's like Einstein trying to that... Einstein trying to escape Nazi Germany. You know, it's like it's not much you can do until you get out. Yeah, I guess I was just hoping it's more deep than that because she goes through the mind player too, and her mind gets switched. So I just felt like maybe she's righteously seeing something. Well, first of all, she she didn't use it in a safe capacity. She might have fucked up his mind permanently. If she didn't, right? There... But what if she thinks that that's the right thing to do? To fuck you know? up his mind permanently. Because he's in, he's a liability. That's not her choice I'm to saying, make. That, it's that's, not. That's, that's what like I'm saying. Dexter what if she's shit. so righteous? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. But then she needs to be put down. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But it was an interesting. I thought it was an interesting choice. It wasn't straight up like. I don't know. It, it was. It was just interesting to me because he is a potentially why Palpatine comes back. You know. I think he in the movies he, he had it set up a while. Uh, the, I mean, the technology is already set up, so I mean, he's the, yeah, he would be the venter, but it's not like he personally brought him back or anything. Yeah, I mean, like Cam- I mean, those, Camino. Yeah, Camino, Camino was already. In fact, yeah, it might have been the Caminos that actually did it anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's not even the creator because he he uses uh, research from Camino, so he's just like redoing their work or something i don't know so then is the idea that she hasn't changed i guess i don't know they, do they didn't give us enough to know what's what's up yeah. with her i guess that's uh, what i guess that's what was interesting is that we don't know her motives really you know yeah i found I mean, it interesting Very he good. was he was really trying to change and he didn't want to break the rules she she's the one that ate them on so yeah but maybe I don't, she I don't know what the motives are. I felt, I thought yeah, but, maybe, I feel like maybe it's some sort of he did something to her family member, or something, some sort of revenge. That's how I feel. But I, I, I don't yeah, know. yeah, probably because she did say I had no choice. I mean, yeah, she, she says, for all we know, the Empire told her to do it. I mean, I don't know her motive. Yeah, oh, she's interesting. She's interesting. All right, let's get to she the recommendations. Well. She did. She played it well. All oh, right, that, this is not the way you're, you're outcast. You're apostate now. All right, let's get recommendations. Have you uh, have you seen Barry and HBO? Barry? Yeah. Yeah, I love Barry. Yeah, Barry. Season two is some of the best TV I've ever seen. I didn't uh, love I didn't love season three, but season two was fucking phenomenal. It was phenomenal. So April sixteenth, season four is coming. That's my recommendation. Watch Barry. It's, it's really good. Uh, it got. They got Dexter comparisons, but they're really completely different. Um, it definitely has Dexter vibes, but it's more of a mm. comedy, so a dark comedy. I mean, I guess Dexter was a dark it's comedy a, it's too. A, it's a, it's I don't say it's more of a dramedy. It has it gets season season yeah, two is the funniest, but dramedy, yeah, yeah, it's a drama. I mean, season two is the funniest, but season three was barely it was barely funny. It was just like a real story. What about <laughs> his way. girlfriend though? Her acting is so good. 
Yeah, I'm she's just phenomenal. Like, she's a actress. bitch. Person. She's phenomenal. <laughs> you know, she's a bitch. But I'm just like, damn, she's great. Yeah, and then she becomes really such a bitch in, in season three. I was like, oh my God. When she but, uh, <laughs> takes the idea from her assist, assistant, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I, lo- I love her assistant too because she was in The Good, the good Place. She was in The Good Place. Like, yeah, yeah, The Good Place. I love her. Um, yeah. Sometimes watching like the first season and well, all the seasons, like, I wonder if he, he just made the show the show he can he could be an he's an actor like because it's, it's about a hitman being an actor so he has to do acting scenes and like he does really good in those scenes and then on top of like not supposed to be good like not like it's you know just all these layers of being an actor doing yeah. these scenes like I wonder if he just wanted to show up like hey I'm not just a comedian I am an actor <laughs> it's kind of funny because he does great and like he does really good intense scenes and they say comedians become the best drama actors so I don't know actually. I um, learned from that writing when he has that, because like what we were talking about, making things powerful with such a short amount of time, when he's about to kill the father of the son he killed, and they're in that car, remember? I don't know if you remember. And uh, Barry's in the back, the father's in the front, the father's looking for him because he knows Barry killed his son. Uh, And they just have this moment, and he's like, explaining what it's like to have a child in one non-traditional moment like everybody says oh they're everything they change your life they make you realize what love is all the things we've heard before but he took a moment to describe a moment of when his son would come to bed early in the morning and they would talk and like those like it was just so um uniquely beautiful the way he described having a child it helped, it informed me in my writing when I was trying to write Yonatan and describe motherhood. I didn't want to just say what everybody says. Like I tried to find a different way and find a story. Like the writing that they do in Barry is just so good. And Barry wasn't about to kill him though. Barry was dying. And the, Barry the, was dying. Yeah, father was, was? The, the father was debating if he was going to kill him or whatnot. He even drove him to the hospital, right. but didn't put him inside. And he decided to kill okay. himself. Yeah, that's what it was. I didn't remember what, it, <laughs> what the result was. I just remember how beautiful they wrote that scene because I know um, I forget the actor's name. He wrote. He, he's a co-writer on it. Um, I think it's very hard to like find unique ways to describe having a kid and losing a kid, you know. And he did. I think they did that so well. So, yeah, it's a good show. A good recommendation. And what do you recommend? I recommend I'm ready I'm ready today for this one. <laughs> and I've mentioned it before. R R R. Oh, okay. I watched it. I w- watched it at the Alamo Draft House. So I had started it um like a few weeks ago and I started it I think at midnight and I go to I fall I fall asleep early. So I didn't really watch it. I finally got to see it at the Alamo and it's not silly it's beautiful it's amazing like I will watch it over and over and over again and the song that won an Oscar and I'm glad the Oscars are doing better part of why I don't watch it is because I don't think they nom. I think the movie films that get nominated sometimes is just like a popularity contest or whoever had the best marketing campaign Hardly. but now I feel like it's all been actually, indie films that's why nobody watches it it's all been indie films. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm it. not that into Oscars. Oscars. Uh, I don't know. 
I, I don't know about that. Any, anyway, I've seen cases where I'm like, I saw a better movie that that was the same concept and and they didn't win. So I don't I don't know. You're saying indie, but like A24, yeah, it's indie, but everybody knows A24 and Focus Features. That's but done by Universal and like they're indie, but then once they get bought by a big studio, they have all the the money gets spent in marketing. So you're right, they're indie. Yeah, but I'm just saying they're felt like get out, you know. I, I'm just saying these films, yeah, they start out as indie, but if a big company buys them and, and they get marketing, a lot of marketing money. Like for example, um Sing Street that came out the same year that um La La Land did it should have been nominated like sing street is all original music i it's catchy i don't know if you've seen sing street because i will put that as a recommendation so is a24 still private company okay, okay i'm just using that as an example you're saying you're saying indie but these indie films do just get say, it is a small film just like the whale this year yeah who directed, type of film. Who directed the, the whale? type of film that gets Darren aronofsky Ugh, um, I can't stand there. No one of the movie probably sucks balls. <laughs> actually, it's really good. Jonathan I loved heard it. I heard it. Yeah, he loves Darren Aronofsky. I always say I that. Is, I always say it's a bad movie, just a good performance. That's what I always. Well, anyway, my point <laughs> is that I feel like I'm actually seeing films get nominated that I not that win that actually that we like. We everything everywhere at once. That's an A24 movie, by the way. <laughs> is it? Yes, it is. is okay, it that's is. What I'm that's, okay, my point exactly. <laughs> But and it is um, an indie film. Exactly. That's my point. Exactly. But that one was really good. So yeah. I feel like they're doing Yeah, this year actually problem. this year I actually did like the, the nominations and how they they That's had Harrison Ford uh give award to Q or Quan, whatever his name. He, <laughs> Short he, round. He, <laughs> he Quan. Quan. <laughs> they actually were smart this year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying it's getting better, and I feel like they're actually films that are good. And our 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 song, not to not to legit, is so good. It makes more sense when you watch the movie, but it's beautiful. I highly recommend it. It is like I will watch it over and over again. It's it's um a hundred percent a classic. It's deep. It's actually a deep story. If you like Quentin Tarantino films, if you like John Wick you will love this like it's ac high action it looks cheesy i get it because i thought that too but actually it's just not marketed well it's really good the acting is phenomenal Damn, and it i hits saw that you. tiger scene it was awful <laughs> i know so don't let that get to you i i saw that too believe me but i was like why is everybody talking about this you know everybody's talking about it i know you know that so it's just like i'll give it a chance because everybody seems to love it you know yeah, yeah people love so, it people love it so i was just like i'll give it a chance because i believe me i thought the same thing i don't really like the trailer um and some of the scenes seem silly but when i watched it i was like oh shit this is powerful like maybe they need a better uh trailer editor i don't know but um it's i i promise you as soon as you watch it the first like few minutes in you're, you're into it it's it's good right away and those two actors and the fact that it's three hours is because they took their time with the story and it was powerful and the beats were great like it's not just silly it is it is silly in the way kill bill is like i would i would akin it to that i would akin it to like a um um maybe a drunken dragon or whatever that movie is called like when you see drunken these high dragon? intensity fight crouching uh, tiger hidden dragon 
or drunken master no, drunken master there you go drunken master where you see these high you know fight scenes that don't make sense but they're beautiful they're executed well and the story the characters carry it along and the story is powerful and there's silly moments right it's the same thing it's the same exact thing it's so good like you on i promise you you would love it it's good all right and anyone who watches it will love it <laughs> time to wrap up go back to the movies come back yes. to the podcast go back to the movies. come back go. to the podcast <laughs> <laughs> cheers Padme like, Amidala says well, cheers she look hella racist <laughs> 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 it's funny because I'm watching a, K, a period K-drama uh, piece and they look just like that statue they look like uh, Amidala Really? Yeah, she has like a headpiece just like that. It's black. It's it's very similar in this, but it's black. They're Korean, though, not Chinese, because I'm pretty sure that's based on Chinese. But, anyways, back to the podcast. Adios. <laughs> Bye. Bye.